Hey friends, welcome back for another episode of the Lunch and Learn podcast. Today I thought I'd take three questions from listeners. That's you guys submitting questions and answer them here. I've answered them directly, but I thought some of these questions were interesting enough that you might be interested in at least my perspective and then use that not as a final answer, but as a discussion point so that it will jog some of your internal perspectives and maybe you can take it to your team and discuss it with them as further. So um, here we go. Three questions on today's Lunch and Learn. Okay, first up is a question from our good old friend Tom Pounder. Um, If you don't know who Tom is, you need to look him up and follow the stuff that he's putting out there. Tons of practical stuff. His question is about IGTV. If you recall back in June, Instagram made a huge to-do about the new platform that they're putting out. Vertical video, um, easy browsing and discovery. It's also meant to lure all those YouTube creators onto the IGTV platform because they were gearing up their massive ad revenue engine and sharing the revenue with creators. Uh, So the question is, what's going on with IGTV, success or failure? Is this something that um, churches need to be looking into in terms of producing content for IGTV specifically, also in the vertical video format? Great question, Tom. Um, Here's my take on it. First of all, I think it's a little too early to tell whether it's a success or failure. A lot of people have already tried to pull out the divining rods and have been predicting that it's definitely um, a big goose egg for Insta. But I think it's just like any new sitcom on TV. It takes time for a brand new app, engine, platform, and format to take hold with its audience or find its audience and then cultivate it. So... Um, one of the things that I just saw recently is that there's a study that um, our increasing consumption of digital is happening, but it's happening at a slower rate. And I think over the next, I don't know what the time period was now, it was like over the next five years or 10 years, we're only going to consume an additional 18 minutes of digital content over the next 10, five to 10 years. Um, only another 18 minutes per day. Not that much. Um, everyone is fighting for eyeballs and attention. So a new content platform like IGTV is going to take time if it's going to be successful. And I also think that um, there is some advantage in IG's uh, corner because they're an innovative team. At the core, um, they're very agile. And so you've got to imagine that the product managers there are looking at the stats and usage, and they're going to zig and zag, roll out new features, change the interface, etc., cetera, um, and the algorithm exposing IGTV content to uh, the regular Instagram app family. Um, so it's got time. Now, that doesn't give you an answer, does it, Tom? Um, here's the real answer, is that no matter what, you know that video is the new black. You have to invest in video, uh, whether it be vertical or horizontal. I think you need to do both. Um, and it probably needs to be horizontal video where editors are now understanding on the vertical side that you're going to need to track right with the image, the main 
focal point where you're slicing out the left and right hand third of the video uh, when you're converting horizontal to video. Um, so it's a new medium and we all need to invest in it. And video in general, if you're not putting out more video today than you were a year ago, six months ago, or even three months ago, then something's wrong with how, you're, how you are approaching an entire social digital landscape. So that's my um, big push. Forget about focusing on the tactic or the channel and look at the actual content. Uh, you need to invest in more video storytelling content. Next one is about Facebook. And the question is, Facebook is constantly putting out new things. What is the latest feature or function on Facebook that we need to be paying attention to for churches? That is a fantastic question. It changes almost on a daily basis, right? You almost like want to curse Facebook sometimes because every time you wake up, you'll find that the app has changed, the interface has changed, things have changed without notice and you got to figure it out. And that's one of the reasons why you need resources like this, as well as communities like a private Facebook group. If you haven't, here's a shout out. If you haven't joined our private Facebook group, go to Facebook and look up social media for churches with Church Butler and ask to join, get in there. And that's a discussion forum that you can actually trade notes with your peers and stay abreast of what is the latest, greatest, what's working, what's not, what can you ignore and what do you have to pay attention to? So back to this question number two, I think the latest thing that you need to watch out for is Facebook Watch. Facebook Watch is a great feature and it is really um, pushing, I guess, this asynchronous um, activity that we all have on our mobile phones, all right? We've had time shifting, place shifting, on demand. Um, we went from um, broadcast TV to cable TV to even more fractionalized viewing experiences because you removed the um, proximity to each other, right? Everyone's on the go and doing their own thing. Even YouTube TV is selling their subscription with a benefit that says, hey, you have six accounts per family. And so six people can watch six individual things together in the same house at any given time. It's no longer one TV in the living room. It's six devices. <laughs> Even if you're a family of four, maybe you might have six things going on. So uh, what is Facebook Watch doing? It is allowing you to light up some sort of internet video and then watch it in a group. It's kind of like a Facebook Live experience, but Facebook Live plus synchronized video so that everyone is watching the same thing at the same time. Um, this is one of those things that I think is just gonna be a winner. It's a social piece. It, it really tugs at what the dual screen experience is trying to really, um, I guess, form an intersection of. And here you'd see it in one function and already everyone's already there on Facebook. So Facebook Watch is the thing that you need to watch out for. I actually think that has more power than Netflix or Hulu or any of these other distributed on-demand video services if Facebook gets its act in order and gets syndicated content onto the platform. Oh man, it's gonna be a killer. I mean, one of the things that in terms of innovation you've seen recently is the Facebook um, Oculus Go 
the VR headset, right? The standalone wireless headset. You don't need a mobile handset to put in there. It's got its own screen. You don't need any cords or wires. It's wireless. It's got its own wireless remote and allows you to do virtual reality. One of the killer apps in there, in my opinion, is the Netflix app. Instead of trying to go after crazy VR applications that the mass public might not understand, they've got this Netflix app that's killer. You know why? Because I could be using my Oculus Go and watching a Netflix program. And you could be on the other side of the world with your Oculus Go. If we connect, we could be sitting on the same virtual couch next to each other in Oculus, watching the same, I think it's like a hundred simulated hundred inch TV screen with Netflix on it. Basically, we're couch surfing together and you can talk to each other through the Oculus headsets. So you're having conversations while watching TV together. You might be in totally different spaces, but because of the virtual reality experience, you're together. Now, Facebook Watch is doing this, but one step removed. It's not a complete virtual reality experience, but you know that that's where they're headed and you know that's where the technology is also coming from. It's a shared technology, right? It's Facebook owns Oculus and Facebook owns Facebook. So this is one of those things I think the church can totally take advantage of. Uh, when I was pastoring church online, um, the campus, we were trying to figure out multi-user Bible study. And we used to use Skype and Zoom and every other tool out there to try to watch video together. The one we had most success with was Zoom to treat it like a webinar. Um, but still, it was laggy, glitchy, audio was a problem. Once in a while, if we we're in a meeting and that failed, what we would do is we'd actually have Zoom and then fire up the video on another laptop and have the webcam actually point to another laptop. Oh, completely uh, not a first-hand, first-tier experience. Facebook Watch is supposed to eliminate all this. So imagine you get your group together in Facebook and watch a video teaching or a sermon together and then turn off the video and then and comment. You can do it during the live stream as well as afterwards. So uh, Facebook Watch is definitely something you you need to pay attention to. Okay, question number three is from Tom again. Uh, Tom, you win VIP listener of the week. Here's the question. Very valid. I think everyone can empathize with this one. He's asked, how do you juggle all you want, all you want to do with all that you possibly can do? This stresses me out. Great question. Um, and here is... Uh, my response and it's a very simple one and actually is a freeing one hopefully it's not too abstract but basically you need to make those decisions on a daily basis um, and then it stresses you out if you don't need to make those decisions on a daily basis you won't have that hanging over your head and you don't have the stress of FOMO uh, fear of missing out that if you didn't pursue this one tactic or video or program or platform that you're going to miss out on the opportunity to reach more. Um, you basically need to make those decisions before you wake up daily. Otherwise, you're going to feel that burden, right? And it's going to repeat it day in, day out like Groundhog Day. So what to do? If you take the time um, and plan strategically, um, and so take the time, whiteboard it, um, and it's all about priority and sequence. 
and mapping that out to your objectives. Which ones are the most efficient things that you can do to push yourself forward toward meeting your objectives. So you gotta define what your goals and objectives are for the quarter, for the year. Um, I recommend doing 90 day sprints, three months at a time, and figure out what, then what tactics are the things that will help you reach those goals. Um, once you've already made those decisions to what to commit to, um, and what you'll, more importantly, what you'll delay, what you'll delegate, and what you'll delete from the list, um, that's gonna free you up. Because on a daily basis, your routine is not making those decisions. It's much more about execution with excellence. Execution with excellence is gonna give you the confidence that what you decided strategically is gonna move you forward towards that end goal, right? So um, you're, you want that freedom to focus on your defined objectives in front of you and have peace about anything else that's trying to distract you. You have then the permission to say no, we'll put it in the parking lot until, right, you're not gonna move more forever, until the next period of time that you have scheduled to take a look at the landscape of everything that's available and then prioritize and sequence once again. So at the very least, you should set half a day aside, maybe a full day, depends on who you involve whether it's just you or your team, to have strategic planning sessions. Make sure you're on target. What you measure is what you move. And so make sure you have the metrics in place that you're measuring, see how you're doing, and then adjust accordingly and move forward. So Tom, I hope that helps um, free you up on a daily basis. If you wanna ask more questions, I invite you to do so on the Church Butler blog. You can find that at www.butler.church slash blog. I'm Kenny Jang. Thank you so much for listening in today. And again, I covet the engagement, the questions, the feedback, and the suggestions that you guys have. Um, remember, till next time, uh, be social, stay social. Okay, one more part to that answer. Shameless plug. If you are on that endless treadmill, of a social media manager, you need to check out resources like Church Butler. Go to www.butler.church where we provide you professionally pre-designed graphics, videos, and pre-copy-pastable text status updates that you can swipe and use immediately for your own church's social media channels. You should not be wasting your time in Canva or Photoshop or Illustrator producing all those graphics and content on a daily and monthly basis. You should be just downloading, uploading, and scheduling them so that you can free up time to focus on what's more important. It's the people and the engagements of your community on your social channels. It's not about the production. So hopefully you'll check it out at www.butler.church.